So I got a call today from parents who came to me two years ago. You're not going to believe what happened. Somebody they met, somebody, and the guy came over and said, you know that, uh, I know that your son is Mechal Shabbos, off the derech, he's OTD, right? And uh, for a long time, I, I've been debating whether I should tell you or not. But I just feel like I should tell you that approximately uh, 12 years ago, when your son was nine years old or eight years old in camp, I was a counselor, and there was another counselor there that was very into him. And I saw them going into the woods together. Now, this counselor is one of the famous, famous molesters that was put away. He's in jail for the next 10 years plus. And um, I just think, you know, maybe you should know that this guy was very into your son, and I saw them going into the woods together. So here we have a situation where these parents came to me. Our son is a Russia. Our son is eating trafe. He's not in pain. Nothing ever bad happened to him. We asked him if he was molested. The therapist asked him. Uh, he would have... He would have told somebody. And listen to this kid's life, Be'erach. Be'erach. He started acting out. He started not being able to sit straight, you know, 11, 12, 13, as he's getting older. He's diagnosed with ADHD and put on medication. Then he was diagnosed with anger problems. Then he was diagnosed with anxiety. Then he was diagnosed with depression. Then he was diagnosed with mild bipolar disorder. Then they gave him medicine. The medicine caused him to have tremendous anger outbursts. He got thrown out of camp because they can't tolerate him. And then he got more angry, more diagnosis, and he put him in Four Winds Mental Hospital. And they told him in Four Winds, this is not a psych patient. We don't know what it is, but it's not, it's not psychiatric. And they went through... Uh, out of four wins, and then he went on more medication, and then he went, and then he ended up on drugs, and then he's Bechal Shabbos, and then he's an atheist, and then he's hates God, and he switches between there is no God and cursing God, and uh, and I want to die. That's basically the story. And now, twelve years years later, they find out uh, something happened to him. I mean, it's really Raglayim Ladaver. If the guy who's a, now a known molester who's put in jail for like whatever years took him into the woods, you know, he wasn't playing chess with him. Um, so basically now they see that, whoa, for the past 12 years, we just had a misunderstanding. 12 years of this kid's life has been ruined, that not only did his life get ruined, but everybody looked down at him, every Rebbe said he's a problem, and every teacher threw him out, and the parents said, what's the matter with you? Why can't you sit, and why can't you do this? And the parents were frustrated, and they're good people, and they paid for, you know how much they paid? I mean, tens of thousands of dollars on psychiatrists and psychologists and therapists and da-da-da-da-da. Not one of them ever said, you know, there's a chance that he was molested. Not one of the, any of the professionals. Nowhere, not even four wins. Now, if it would be a 10% chance that he was molested, they should mention it. No, by the way, there's a 10 But there's a 90% chance, and especially it's not anything else. How do you, how do you not even tell the parents, it could be your son is not a Russia. It could be your son is not mean and angry and beating up the other kids could be he's frustrated because he was terrorized by a, by a real pedophile. That was my day today. So again, I get the phone calls and I told them, I said, you know, it's amazing, as many times as I get these phone calls, I don't get any credit for the next people who come. 
Everybody who comes and I start again, and they say, oh no, it's impossible, not my kid. He would have told me. He would have told the therapist. He would have told his mentor. Impossible, I'm a stay-at-home mom. It never happened. Where could it happen? How could it happen? It never happened. He would have told me. We're very close. There's a few reasons why they don't say. In the book, I wrote about 40 reasons why they don't say. But I like facts. I don't like speculation. Fact, they don't say it's like one out of 10,000. Chaim, what, ha- what happened today? How was school? Oh, today, actually, a guy pulled me into the back corner and raped me. Hey, how was your day? It never happens. I know then, but like never. First of all, they don't understand the connection between what happened to them. And um, they don't understand the connection between that. And they don't understand that that's why their brain stopped developing. The crazy part is these parents are dealing with 20 symptoms of sexual abuse. And nobody tells them. You know how long it takes to diagnose this? So I asked the first therapist at the end of Ken, okay. was he molested? The first question that I moved him. And the next therapist, the same question. And no one even that? picked up on it. No, they just pushed it aside. I think, no it's, I think it's changing over time because traumatology is trauma and all of that is becoming more of, a, of an understanding. But then you have people, they say like, oh, it can't be all these kids are molested. can't be. They're just atheists. So here you have a son who you come to me and you're promising me just an atheist. He's healthy, he's functional, nothing ever happened. Oh, except for the fact that he is an atheist. Like, that's an option. And, oh, he doesn't let anybody touch him. Gee, is that a part of the atheist thing? Is that like a North Korean atheist, nobody's allowed to touch him? He's a from an atheist? He, <laughs> it's Nagia, he's worried about the Shpa from Kai. No, that's a sign of trauma. He has 20 signs of trauma by the time you're done looking at these kids. You just have to know what you're looking for. So we know that you don't go off the derech, and you don't throw away your whole life, and you don't act crazy, and you don't become an atheist. And It's not. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be that kid. You don't do it unless you have a reason. Bottom line is, I opened the home, home, I took the kids in, I believed in them, I gave them a, a schedule, and they gave up everything to be that because I was a stranger being much beyond them. And I saw that when you give and give and give and give and give and give and give, one after another after another, they just turn around. I got a picture today of one of the worst kids in Home Sweet Home who left, like, he was so not Matzliach. And a picture of him today at the Kaisel, chilling on. It's like he was such a guy. He, he talked like with a guyish accent. He was like so untouchable. No, it works out. You know, if you just just believe in them, eventually they come back. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.